You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I would just love to know what they're discussing I know. about I know. you. I don't even know because I haven't seen anybody since then. So. Well, it's not like they bring it up to you anyway. No, I know that's true because I am kind of a hermit. Yeah, and just the fact that it now was probably they have- extremely confusing. <laughs> I feel like of this, it's like this entire time, this entire time she's been in there with that, and then now we're finding out about this. Why has it been so quiet this entire time? Oh, yeah. Why is it we only know about this now? Oh yeah, and, and they where only she, kind where of know she put it exactly, and they kind of know what I look like, so they could think that maybe she was me. Oh, man. Yeah. This is amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. we have to discuss that. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. I do want to... Uh, Bring up one thing here at the very beginning, and that is if you're going to be doing any traveling around the world, traveling uh, wherever you want to go. I travel around the world. As I, as, I as well would like to do that. And the best way to do that, Sarah, is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link. Oh, boy. That is uh, the best way to do that. It uh, helps us out tremendously. And you just click right there. Click, boom, you see it. You go to the website. You go there. I'm, I'm assuming you're going there right now. Click on that. Well, I hope not Expedia right now. Link. I hope they're sitting and listening Oops. to the show unless they can properly multitask when then it's totally acceptable. You mean you've never uh, listened to or watched something on television and also went on the internet at the same time? Um, well, I mean, I, I guess so. You maybe, not all the maybe time. you've tried that. Well, I know that you play like 17 video games at the same time. I don't play video well. games, but I go online You a do lot. On, your, on your phone. You have your, your Trailer Park Boys thing while I you're playing. I have one game. While you're playing some game on your TV, while you have your computer going, while you're doing some sound editing. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I do. Run I know. About five I've seen things. it. Yeah, but uh, but the best way if I'm going to book some travel is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Expedia link. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for doing that. All right, so we need to talk about this last weekend oh, and kind of give a recap fun. on this, and we're going to discuss what we were talking about here at the top of the show with Sarah here in just a little bit. But I want to talk about how how amazing this last weekend was. So if you've been listening to the show, you know that we went to our friend Kelsey's wedding over this last weekend. Kelsey was getting married on Friday, and uh, she was marrying David, David from Ireland, and we went to this wedding. So I don't think we actually said where it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So it was an outdoor wedding, but also you could camp there where we went. And it's a place called Horning's Hideout. Which I had always heard of, and but I have never been out there in all the years that I've lived here. I, I went there years ago. So it's this place just outside of Portland, maybe like a half hour, 40 minutes outside of Portland. And it... Um, it's back off in the woods. It's like a giant park, but it's privately owned. So it's, it's, I mean, that's probably the best way to describe it. And there's multiple different areas you can rent. I went out there years ago for a concert. I had to go to some, it's like a Grateful Dead reenactment concert. It was, I don't know why I was out there, but anyway. Wow. Are yeah. you, it sounds like you were out there to impress some chick. I was out there because I had to be out there. But it was fun. Oh, I like that. I want to hear the story behind that story. Sometime. Well, I mean, you know, I had a good time. Uh, the Grateful Dead reenactment concert really isn't my my bag necessarily, even back then. But we did uh, go there and and camp. So I've, I've been out to the property before, and it's amazing. You know, it's got like ponds, and uh, it's it's really cool. And uh, and so this is where 
uh, Kelsey's wedding was going to take place. And so we headed out there and we, it's, I don't know if I said the name, the name of the place is Horning's Hideout. Horning's Hideout. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You can look that up. And so we headed out there on Friday for the wedding. And, uh, and the best part was, you know, we could throw up tents and so we could camp there, throw up some tents and you, you get out to this spot. Throwing up tents really sounds like you're vomiting tents. It kind of, yeah. Yeah, it really does. Oh, yeah, yeah we just, we, you could just throw up tents, no, man. You, you just get there. There were throw people that up. threw up, but they were not, I don't know if they threw up in their tents. I didn't throw up in a tent, I can say that, but I did throw up a tent. So, yeah, I can see how that is. That is kind of confusing. Kind of sounded Mike Kaplan y there. Um, yeah. Is yeah. it a tent or do you throw it up? Or what do you <laughs> throw up or what do we do? I don't know. All right, so anyway, um, you get out to this place in, in this, it, it's like you go into this magical land where, um, it's kind of weird. There's like a guide when you show up there, mm-hmm. you know, and you're clearly off the grid. Ranger Bob. Your phone stops working. Well, there's Ranger Bob, but there's also like a lady at the front like, yeah. telling you where to go. And there's a bunch of different weddings that are also taking place on the same property. Because it's a big property, so there are like multiple events happening at the same time. So you yeah. have to make sure that you can find, you know, in this kind of wilderness area where the hell you're supposed to be going. Right. And we were going to the Irish wedding because, of course, David's Irish. There was also apparently an Indian wedding that was going on, too, because I kept hearing the Bollywood music mm-hmm. that was playing. So there's an Indian Indian wedding across the across way, the pond. across <laughs> the pond. Yeah. The Irish wedding is where we were at, and uh, and you set up your tents. There's peacocks all over the place. Like I don't know how many. I mean, tons of peacocks. And there were little baby like peacocklets, like the little yeah. babies. They were just wandering around. Like there were so many of them. I don't know. Peacocklet is what you call them. Nobody is that could the offer name. I don't think so. But I kept calling them peacocklets. Like I knew what I was talking about, and I, other people started <laughs> well, calling yeah, them peacocklets. Peacocklets. Uh huh. I don't. I was like, oh, did you see peacocklet. the peacock mom up there with the peacocklets? And like they didn't question me. Someone looked like dis- disbelieving for a second. They're like, oh, no, we didn't see the peacocklets. <laughs> <laughs> peacocklittles. Other people are trying to speculate. Peacocklets. I, I, I think they're probably just chicks, but uh, maybe not. But nobody questioned me. I yeah, kept that's calling true. them peacocklets. That's the thing, though. You just say it with confidence, and everybody else will just believe you. Mm-hmm. So good job. You got everybody to say Thank peacocklet. Thank you. I was very proud. But yeah, there were I'm lots of them I'm impressed with that, there. too. And I'm just kind of, I don't really like peacocks, because they've always just uh, seemed Why? very temperamental. That seems weird to me. What did you have a bad experience? With I peacocks? did. There was one that would always like chase my like when we stayed in Mexico years ago. There was a um, like a resort peacock when I was with my parents, and the and the peacock would just chase my mom and I around. A resort peacock, like an angry resort. Yeah, peacock? Yeah, it was an angry resort peacock. How would it chase you around? It would just start like charging toward you. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh, that's yeah. Sometimes I think like the prettier the bird, the less friendly it will be. I don't know. It just so you're kinda... scarred by this one angry peacock that you met in Mexico. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I just I've just never heard of peacocks being like nice. Have you? I mean, I don't. I mean, they're birds. They're not really going to be necessarily nice. They're just kind of there. Yeah. As far as I don't, you know, they just I mean, don't. They just don't seem very nice. I don't yeah. want. I don't want to yeah. touch at something that has a hard beak that could snap my fingers. Off. I guess my parents used to have peacocks like a long time ago because they they came with the property when they bought the property that mm-hmm. they're at now. That there were peacocks on there, and then I think they ended up giving them away because they didn't want to deal with them. But yeah, there used to be peacocks out there. Anyway, mm. uh, I don't have any. Well, maybe that's I don't have any good or bad feelings towards the peacocks. Well, there you go. I'm glad. But we there certainly were a lot of them. Uh, so so anyway, yeah, there's peacocks everywhere. It's it's really cool. And you set up your tent, and we went down there, and uh, and the wedding was was fantastic. I mean, it was great. The actual ceremony it side was, of it. Yeah, it was. But Sarah, beautiful. I felt felt kind of bad for him because it was really hot. And so oh. Sarah was actually part of the wedding. Um, it was her and and David's brother Johnny, and they were. Uh, yeah, so it was a very small wedding yeah. party, but it was a beautiful wedding. But of course, that day, so it's in the middle of the afternoon. It was about three <laughs> o'clock on on Friday, about ninety five degrees. Yeah, and um, and we were standing in the direct sunlight, like during this ceremony, <laughs> and I was so 
so so afraid that I was going to pass out. Like I I had like a you legitimate didn't look fear. like it. Like because I saw Thank you up you, there, you I didn't felt, look like you were going to pass out. I felt so uncomfortable. I was just. And I was watching him because I could see the man who was officiating the wedding, this guy, uh, Ranger Bob, who was doing it. And he had like pages of dialogue. And I saw the, <laughs> and I saw the small print. And I'm trying to pay attention. This is like one of my favorite people in the world getting married. But all of a sudden I'm standing there and I like haven't been drinking or anything. I drink a lot of water to make yeah. sure that I would be like totally hydrated. I'm sure. like, that's the last thing. And I started standing up there and I started seeing like stars. Oh like man, it was flashes. that bad. It was that bad, and I kind of I remember like kind of adjusted my feet. I'm like, no, get your shit together. You do not ruin her wedding. Do not ruin her wedding. Stay upright. Just keep breathing. I'm like you could just wipe your face because my face you know, is just. What's funny is because oh. I was sitting next to our friend uh, Lisa Wood, who I think is in the live chat right now, and Lisa did say to me one time, she's like, Sarah keeps scooting backward, and I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I was scooting, scooting backward because I was. But afraid that's I was why you were doing out. it. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I have no idea what she's doing because uh, I didn't want to be in the way of their pictures, and plus yeah. I was like, I felt so. Disgusting. I have never been that sweaty in my life. Oh, no. You want to talk about disgusting. I decided to wear a light blue shirt, which I really like this shirt. And I showed up in, um, you know, I showed up wedding attire or kind of. I knew it was an outdoor wedding, so I didn't have to worry about it too much. But I had pants on and my dress shoes and all that stuff. And instantly I got out. I'm like, nope, I'm way too hot for this. Fuck that. I'm putting on shorts. And so I put on shorts and, and just regular shoes. And I still sweat so much that... Unfortunately, I had a light blue shirt, so it was just a giant, I mean, like the world's largest sweaty armpits that oh. I had on Oh, me. yeah. I mean, and there was nothing I could do about and it. And you were getting to sit, at least. I was so oh, jealous I- of all you guys, I know. But I'm already, I'm, I'm sweatier than you in general, though, Greg. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, you didn't look that sweaty. Okay. No. Yeah. I think everyone well, that's good. Was, I think everyone was so concerned about their own levels of sweat that they weren't recognizing because I was like sitting up there like, "Oh my god, I can because I didn't even look out at the people. I just stared straight at Kelsey cuz I didn't want to look and see if anyone was looking at me mm-hmm. and they were going to mouth like, "Are you okay?" Cuz I didn't uh, know if I was making a scene. What if you had made a scene? I know. I didn't know if I was what making a scene and I was trying not to touch my face that much, but it was so hot. Like I just couldn't like I had to keep like wiping it, so I was trying to like I would do like, like were you going to pass out? That's why I kept like stumbling, but like stepping back because I was a little like, all right, well, I just, I, I maybe if I keep moving uh-huh. a little, like if I keep uh-huh. like, I don't want to lock my knees and like start to feel a little. Because at one point I was looking at and I saw the star things. I'm like, no, right. no, 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 no. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm holding, and I'm also responsible for holding the ring. So I have her bouquet in one hand. Yeah. Her ring in the other hand. Because there's the thing if you would have passed out like that, if it was on video, then you would have been in like one of those wedding blooper videos. Like yeah. forever. Oh my god! Like yeah. forever. So not only do I already You'd be have, one like, of those montages. Yeah, I have a like a, a motherfucking anxiety disorder. It's not <laughs> only that I'm overheating. I'm already freaked out standing in front of everybody. Kelsey's like the most beautiful bride ever, and I don't want to mess it up. Like still the pressure. <laughs> don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't pass out. Oh my god! Is he almost? Here? Oh god! He's turning the page. Oh my god! There's still a lot more writing. Okay, just keep keep going through it. You can yeah. do it. You can do it. It's almost. You did it just, though. I did it. You did it. I did yeah. it. You did, did not it. make a scene. You're not going to be in a wedding blooper video, at least not for that part. Oh so I think God. you'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah. finally, yeah, at third, I've <laughs> never been so so happy for to like make it to the end. Everyone's clapping; it was beautiful. <laughs> and so, me and the best man, uh, David's brother Johnny. So of course, you know the and, bride. And Johnny's from Ireland, and so the the whole Irish group was there. Which yeah. they and I want to talk about them for for a little bit too here in a minute. But they are just. Awesome. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get into that. Oh, yeah. But yeah, keep on going. So, so um, Kelsey and Davey, you know, they finished their nuptials and they walked to the end of the thing that's time for Johnny and I to go walking. And um, as they're talking, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so hot. And he and he actually turned to me and he's like, I thought I was going to pass out up there. I'm like, yeah. you did, too. I'm like, me, too. I thought it was just <laughs> me. And he's like, oh, no, I, was, I could not stop sweating. I'm like, okay. 
It made me feel a lot better. Yeah. Because Kelsey... Well, it's a good thing, too. They're Irish. They can't handle the heat. Yeah. They can't handle the heat Exactly. Either. Yeah. But Kelsey up there, I remember I was just mesmerized by staring at her back. Because I was sitting there staring <laughs> at her back. She had like a, a That was your focal dress. point? Yeah. Because she wasn't sweating at all. There was not a drop of sweat. No, of it was not. so unfair. Yeah. Because I was looking at her and she's the only person I could really see. And I'm like, and it made me more sweaty mm-hmm. because I'm looking and that's like the closest person to me that I can see. I'm like, all right, well, her back's mm. not sweaty. And then she'll turn and like her face is still like this beautiful matte. I'm like. Yeah, I I tried to like hide the fact that my armpits were so sweaty for a little mm-hmm. while until they just kept going further and further out because I would try to keep my arms down like okay maybe I just won't make a big scene about it and then it just like spread out to where the whole thing and finally I'm like well there's there's nothing I can it. do to it yep. there's nothing I can do about it it's like everybody and everybody I've met would like look at it I'm like alright like yep you yep. see my armpits they're, they're very sweaty that's what's happening I can't stop this mm-hmm. and I don't have another shirt that's darker to change into because I didn't think about it and uh, and this is my life mm-hmm. I'm the sweaty armpit guy that was just me and too because so- I, I stopped getting freaked out about it because as soon as I saw Kelsey and she was flawless I'm like you know what I'm not I'm like she looks amazing I'm not up here like to take anything away from her I'm like I should be sweaty it's fine. It's just making her it's look all, all the more better. Yeah, it's all good. But it was fine. It was a beautiful wedding. We got through it. Nobody passed out. Yeah, and it, it was wonderful. And again, I just want to say congratulations to David and Kelsey too, because I mean that was it's fantastic. And that's what I want to talk about the rest of the wedding, kind of just where it went. And um, you know, we after after the ceremony, you know, everybody then kind of started grabbing some drinks. I mean, we, we had already, already been grabbing a few drinks, maybe. And uh, and so everybody's having some drinks, and, you know, everybody's still getting to know each other because this group, I don't know how many of them there were from Ireland, but, you know, a, a bunch of them. They They're all about came like, in. F- like 15, 12 to 15. Yeah, and then, so there was all of them, and then there was all of us who were friends here in Portland, and then there's Kelsey's actual, uh, and David's, well, Kelsey's actual family, who was that kind of the third group. And... You know, it's one of those things where it's at a wedding before people have drinks, you just kind of mill about with the people you know. You maybe go say hi to somebody or you start talking a little bit. But then the drinks start happening and that's mm-hmm. when you really start start talking. And so they had set it up to where we were sitting at different tables and it was prearranged where you were going to be sitting. And I was sitting with uh, with what turned out to be an amazing group. I didn't know anybody at the table except for uh, Tuggy. It was me and Tuggy that were sitting there. Oh, so we're like, all right. It was well, at the party boys table. That's when it turns out, yeah, we were at the party table. Although it started off, you know, with those things where you're trying to make small talk. And I'm going to call Tuggy out on this because it was so awkward but it was hilarious because it all worked out with uh, who we were sitting with and you know you're, you're introducing yourself just kind of saying hi to everybody there was uh, me there was uh, Annie and Shabon they're from Ireland but live in Toronto and then there was Zach and Mike from Chicago and so this was this was our table then me and Tuggy and Tuggy one of the first things he does it's like hey so Chester Bennington, what's the deal with that? He committed suicide? What? Like, like that was his opening thing that he brings up and he's talking about. And I'm like, oh. He's like, yeah, man. Well, that's fucked up. And everybody's just kind of like, yeah. Like at the table? This was his opening conversation oh, to like wow. all these groups that oh, we didn't tuggy. know. And, and I'm like, huh, yeah. And then his follow-up was, so what's the deal with your sewer pipes? You need to get those fixed or something? Because I had posted something. By the way, I need to get my sewer pipes fixed. So if you know anybody who's a plumber, please email me. I really do need that, but it wasn't my topic I was necessarily going to bring up. <laughs> you don't want to woo all the people from out of state yeah, and with country the, with, with your the suicide sewer problems? And sewer pipes. And then he goes... Man, I'm really good at this. <laughs> like, calls it out. It was actually kind of perfect because it broke the ice for everybody. Because we're all like, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway. So, and then we just kind of started talking. And 
it was so awesome. Like it was such a fun table to sit at and just get to know everybody there. We're all having drinks, and then and then we start realizing, you know, we were kind of sneaking maybe extra champagne glasses. Oh, that's why the caterer kept telling me, like, oh, we don't know where the champagne is going. Oh, you bastards. We may have snuck a couple. Oh, that makes more and then sense. Was like, Everything's oh, you're making doing it more right. sense and now. And then they were kind of sneaking a couple. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we ended up having some extra champagne at the table. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was great. And Thanks, it was, because it was I was the one that had to deal with the caterer the whole night. And she kept saying, like, hey, she's like the champagne is... Uh, you would do the same thing. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, you would do the same thing. So... So we we did that, you know, hanging out at the at the table, and it was it was a ton of fun. And then you were giving your speech. Yes, I gave my speech, which we need to talk about the speech because why? Because I want to say because we brought it up last week and we made a big deal about it about you having to give this speech. Yes, you did a wonderful job. You Thank did a great you. job. Well, because I decided not to do the whole like uh, remember how we were talking about um, doing the roasting thing. That's what like the Irish tradition is. Is like yeah, I don't know, but that like made me a little uncomfortable because I. I don't want to do that out to my friend on our wedding day. And plus, like, I, I'm i not good at... I don't want to do a roasting. So I'm just yeah. like, whatever. I'm just going to speak from the heart. Yeah. And say how much, you know, I, I love her and blah, blah, blah. So that was good. And then um, then it was, I think, uh, Davey's dad that went up. Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, who... Kenny, uh, like... I want to say this. And again, they're all awesome people. And Kenny it was David's dad. David the groom's dad. Just the picture of him, like, if you ever, like, put, look up in your mind, like, what does an Irish man look like? That's Kenny. Like, he oh, is, yeah. like, that. he's, like, the stereotype, like, and I mean this in all the best ways. Like, that's, it's like, there's there's oh, yes. no, there's nothing else that man could be but Irish. Mm-mm. I mean, there's just no question Mm-mm. about it. So, it was, and, and. Just he, happy and whimsical yeah. And, and. Yeah. And just. Awesome. And the look and everything. And he gave his uh, speech. And, and their speeches were really funny. So it was him and Johnny and then uh, Davey. And they do. They kind of roast each other, which was which was really, uh, really fun to see. But then also, you know, all in a, all in a very good spirit. And it was it was really fun to, to kind of see that whole thing. Again, though, Sarah, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. You did the right thing. You you stuck to the script of uh, of just, you know, yeah, saying I don't how need to, like, work. take away the show. Like, I'm like, there I, I was uh, up there, you know, it's like me and then like three Irish showmen. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way I'm going to, I'm like, I'm just going to do my thing and bow out and then watch the rest of the show. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was a show. Mm-hmm. And so that happened. Oh yeah. It's being noted. Yeah. He spoke in Gaelic for a little while. Did like a Gaelic greeting. And that was the other, uh, other side thing too. That's cool is, you know, how many songs and, and different sayings they have, like traditions that we don't really have that mm-hmm. here in the U.S. Like we don't, we don't necessarily have like, oh, this is a traditional American. I mean, maybe we do and I don't think about it. Yeah. But it's it's cool to see somebody else with like actual traditions. And, oh yeah, no, it's true. You know, it's so like there's so many and, like yeah. neat traditions and like Gaelic sayings and different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they had like their candle lighting ceremony and right. Like, it was yeah, it was really cool. So they had all that, and <laughs> here's the American tradition we brought in. So after after the food and everything, everything's cleared out. We're having some drinks and it's still light out. Scott and Ryan and Tristan and I all decide well. It's beer darts time. Let's show, let's show these oh Irish how to God. play beer darts. They were all so, so beer dart annoying. They started talking about it from the second they got there. Like, so when do you think that like we, we might be able to bring out the beer darts? So we we went and got these. And beer darts, in case you don't know, are um, if you take a pool noodle, you duct tape it so at each very, end. It's very classy. Game. Very classy game. You duct uh-huh. tape it at each end, so it forms a circle, and you set the pool the the pool pool noodles you take two of them you set them about i don't know 20 feet apart you set a can of beer in the center of each and then you take darts and you throw darts at it and that's about it 
And then what happens is you play it kind of like Cornhole and you know, you're going for 21 points. There's a point system. But the main thing is, is if you hit a can with a dart, it'll puncture it. Beer will start, you know, spraying out and the opposing team member has to pound the beer. That's it. That's that's about it. That is beer darts. And this is what we did at Kelsey's classy wedding. And so we, we brought it out and we started doing it. But as soon as we started, there was instantly like a crowd of people started joining around like, well, what's that you're doing there? What, what are you playing? How does this work? Well, of course, because they also set it up like right in the middle of where everyone was hanging out. Well, too. yeah, but the, everybody wanted to play. I know that they was did. the thing. And I, of course, lost very badly in the very beginning. So I was out pretty quick. Um, and then uh, and then some Irish guys started <laughs> some of the Irish started um, filtering through and they started playing and forming teams. And it was I think it was kind of a hit. It was it was a pretty good hit. So we played beer darts for a little while, and then, uh, yeah, and then the rest of the night kind of went on. Um, Sarah led everyone in the singing of Molly Malone at one point, which was <laughs> which was amazing. I think there's video of it somewhere. There is a little bit. So I didn't know. So there are all these like games going on. You know, yeah, like they children. Some... They're like Irish people, children, people from Portland, people from all over. Like everyone's just kind of milling about, having drinks, food, dancing, singing, playing games. And um, so I was like kind of walking through, and one of the games that they had was a big Jenga. Like one of the big oversized oh, yeah, that's right. games, uh-huh. and so I guess people were just taking turns pulling out pieces and putting them on top, and I didn't know. And someone's like, "Oh, hey, Sarah, you want to pull out a piece?" I'm like, "Oh, sure." So I go to pull out a piece, and by that that point, it's really, really high, and mm-hmm. uh, I pull out my piece, and I knocked over the Jenga thing after trying to get out. Like it took so I did it like really carefully, but still it started wiggling and then fell over, and I didn't know that I had committed. To uh, what the loser is supposed to do, which is all right. Well, since you lost, you have to go up and sing a song. That's the thing. For every game you play, there's a punishment that they have. Like, and I noticed this for a, it was a theme throughout the night, and we'll we'll talk about another one. I mean, punishment meaning, yeah, you had to go sing a song, but you did have to go sing a song in front of everyone. Yeah, which and is I didn't where though, know, and you can't get out of it. No, like, this is the thing. You nailed it to perfection uh-huh. because Sarah went up there and knows the words to Molly Malone and we'll find the video and I'm sure we could get some audio of this and I'm sorry I didn't prepare it by ahead of time Sarah went up there in the microphone and asked them do you guys know Molly Malone like yes we know Molly Malone <laughs> they're Irish of course they do and led this whole singing of it with the whole group singing it was it was pretty amazing like you it was it was perfect. Like it was very yeah. nerve wracking, but I'm like, you know what? This is the only time I'm ever going to ch- get a chance when to show else? off the fact that I. And they were exactly. surprised. They're like, "How do you even know that song?" I'm like, "I learned it when I was 15. When I was in Ireland, like 15 years ago, and for some reason, I've just always remembered it. I don't yeah. know why. It really stuck in my head because it was a really fun experience. Our Irish tour guide was the one who like taught it to us, and we would sing it on the bus uh, like every day when we'd be driving. I mean, way to have that come back to fruition on <laughs> on Friday night. It was pretty. Cool. It was it was really cool. Yeah, it's being noted in the chat by some people that were there. Like it sounded, it looked like you had it planned. It really did. Because oh, wow. cause it was it was perfect. You had everybody singing along, and that kind of thing. That's what was so cool about about you know just seeing this kind of a wedding, just like mm-hmm. a, where where they have these traditions or things that they have so much in common, you know. And I I just don't feel like there's a lot of that that we have, mm-hmm. you know, in, as far as traditions like that. I mean, I know events. I've babbled to you over and over and over again. You always say like the place that you'd want to travel to is Rome, and I always say the place I'd like to travel to is Ireland. Mm-hmm. Have you changed your mind? Do you now are you now more interested? In going to Ireland, well, after. It's, it's not that I've never been interested in going to Ireland. Oh, I know, I mean, but absolutely. Are I want you? To. But now that you've seen a bit of the culture and like the people, are you a bit more interested? Yeah, and I have an idea, and I want to bring that up here in a minute. I've okay, got an idea about this. Okay. Um, because I, I want to go to Ireland to you, now more than ever. I want to. I want to bring it up to you here in just a second. Okay. I want to bring it up to the show and see what people think. Uh, before we get that, though, I just wanted to bring up one other thing that they did, and this was, 
this was interesting. So they, they had a bunch of games and different things that they were doing. And overall, this is just, again, a wonderful time. But they, we, we ended up, when it started getting really late, there was still a group of like 25 of us that are up. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys, they hung up late. Oh, although I will say part of that's kind of my fault because uh, Andrew and Siobhan had this coffee tequila oh bottle that they brought. You destroyed my sister with that. <sighs> I Well, I mean, I didn't make everybody... Mm, did you though? So they had brought this bottle out, and I'd never heard of it before, and I may or may not have had a few drinks ahead of time. And I was very excited about it, and they were very excited to share it. It's like this coffee patron, and I know it sounds really weird, but at the time I was, it was real interested in it. <laughs> so <laughs> disgusting. Like when you think of two things like like orange juice and milk, that's like how tequila and coffee should go together. It was yeah. Not good. Well, I had, uh, I, because they had brought it up earlier, because they said they had the, the tequila tent, because that's what their their tent, they were calling it the tequila tent, because they like tequila. And I'm like, well, hey, I'm a tequila guy, so this is perfect. So I started drinking this stuff, and then, and then I had more, and then I started making other people take shots. Not making, but I would suggest. I know I got Scott Dowley to take at least two, and I think I got you to take one, I I yeah, got I your, I got your so sister, and I awful. think, to take two of them. Yeah, you hurt my sister. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, I did hurt Heather. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically she did it to herself, but I certainly encouraged it. I certainly encouraged it. I was an instigator. I became an instigator that, that night. Well, because ever since she's become, you know, a, a mom, like, she doesn't really, you know, go out and drink that much anymore. But Michael had... Uh, yeah, but Eloise, Michael's so yeah, exactly. But so it was she Michael's was free turn, to drink. So they take yeah, so they take turns. So Heather's just so like, I was just trying to help her out. Well, I'm like, yeah. hey, it's your night to drink, so let's drink. And, and she did, and she and did. did. But you broke her for the next day. I, I did. You yeah. totally broke her. Yeah. But wh- one last thing that night, we ended up playing this other game um, where you get a, in a big circle. And they brought out this bottle, on, and it's you know it's a cement floor. It's underneath this awning thing. And I'm like, oh, are we playing spin the bottle? Like what the it hell? It seemed are like we? it was going to be spin the bottle, and it was a spin the bottle kind of game. But here's how it worked: you'd spin this bottle around, and if it ended up pointing at you, you had to stand up and either tell a joke, uh, sing a song, or show a feat of strength. A feat of <laughs> strength. That and was that's one how it was, and you had to like that's it. Like you, if you were sitting in the circle, that's what you had to do. So you had to come up with one or the other. Uh, one, one of those three things. So it was fun. It's also kind of a little nerve-wracking because you have to sit there and think, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to do if it points to me? And then just hope it doesn't keep on pointing to you. Yeah, that's I got it a couple it. of times. I think you that's why I ended up bailing out. I'm like, I am getting too nervous about this. Because yeah. like, you have to, you're put on the spot. And I'd already sang my Molly Malone thing. I'm like, I've peaked. I can't do anything yeah. Else. Oh, you can't. No, you no. can't. You can't top Molly Malone. No. Like you singing that. There is no topping that. So yeah, you're right. You you wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. I'm just got to. I'm like, all right. I'm like out. you went out on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was the top. Nobody could top that. So you you killed it on that. Uh, but that was it. Was it was a fun kind of game. I wouldn't mind doing that again if it's a big enough group, so it doesn't come around to you very often. It was pretty interesting just to see. So that happened, and then uh, anyway, again, wedding was fantastic. Now, yes. as far as this Dublin side of it yeah I want to go to Dublin and here's what I I think maybe I'm just going to say it on the show because if you say it maybe that will help make it happen mm-hmm. I think we need to do uh, you know Sarah and I have been doing more fun employment radio on the road we've done shows from Alaska we've done shows uh, from Hawaii I think a fun employment radio tour show in Ireland would be something that oh we need to do God, that would be my fucking dream. I think we need to make that happen, and well, I want to make it happen more than and ever. And not just in Dublin, right? Like traveling no, around going to Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. like going all through like Central Ireland. I don't know if we want to go to Northern Ireland. 
I guess we no, still can. No, I don't need to go to Northern Ireland. I mean, we can Island, go from, yeah, from Dublin there's yeah, to plenty Galway, to see. seeing the Cliffs of Moher. Oh, my gosh. Going all through all, it. like, the abandoned castles. You can go and look at them. All of it, and do and do kind of a a fun employment radio tour of Ireland, so that people can know where we're going, like kind of like we did with Hawaii. Oh my God! I think we need to work on making that happen. I that would be my most favorite thing in the world. Like that, I just made me so excited. My stomach got warm thinking about that. Yeah, so we're gonna work on making that happen, and uh, and then provide you know. And letting you guys know where to go in Ireland, so we're we're gonna work on making that happen. So you're putting it out there to see if somebody's gonna be listening and being like, "Hey, I would like to to help you guys out doing your thing." I own a giant to streaming video company, and we want to send you guys to Ireland, like that kind of thing. Sure, that would be somebody wants to support. Yeah, Yeah. somebody wants to talk about sponsorships, or if you have a travel agency or travel company, or you work with something like that, that let us. Let us know. We can talk about this. Oh, it would definitely this kind of be stuff, the return so. of. There would definitely be drinking shows that week. We oh, sure. go to the Guinness factory and go to the Jameson factory. Yep, uh, all of all of that. So oh, yeah. it's something that we're going to be in the works. Know that that is in the works, though. And if you yes, if you Sooner have any later? ideas and uh, of ways to maybe contribute, or if you know somebody who like sponsorship wise, let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, sooner than later. Yeah, we're we're going to make this happen. Yes. Now. Back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Oh yes, let's circle. So back. let's circle back around and talk. So that about was this. so we all ended up staying the night out at the at Horning's Hideout. Yes. on Friday night, and then ended up leaving early. I mean, everyone I think was just so exhausted because it was so much fun, and it was kind of a late night. Yeah, and then getting up early there, like you know, between people who had their babies with them, between the screaming babies and the peacocks. Which, by the way, peacocks sound like dying cats whenever they make their. They do. Yeah. And so it's that screaming accompanied with like baby screaming accompanied with other things that it was just nobody was sleeping in late. No. It was just too loud. Yeah. And so everybody kind of went back into Portland. And then I don't know if we talked about it on the show last week or not, but just to explain again. So in Ireland, I guess Irish wedding tradition is not to have a wedding rehearsal dinner so much. You have what's called afters. So the day after everybody meets back up somewhere and goes out. And basically an excuse to drink more. Yeah, it has drinks and food and mm-hmm. just talks about how amazing the wedding was, like all that stuff. So you're kind of just looking back on it fondly. And yeah, so we all met up uh, for afters that night. Mm-hmm. So this was on Saturday night, the night after the wedding. And it was at that point. So, you know, Heather is Sarah's sister mm-hmm. and her, her husband, Michael, were down and they had their, their child, Eloise. So since Heather got to drink the night before, it was Michael's turn to drink on Saturday night. Michael, her husband, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so which meant Heather went back to your place because she was staying at your apartment. Yeah, so I mean, so Heather thought that, but it was like a very warm day also on Saturday and like, and you know, and the baby wasn't very used to it. Like it was just, you know, and Seattle doesn't get as warm as Portland. So yeah. they're not, they're like, what the fuck is, it's 95 degrees. I'm like, oh yeah, this is just, this is what yeah. summer is like now. So they ended up going back to the apartments. My sister brought Eloise back to my apartment where they're going to be staying. Because I'm like, don't pay for an Airbnb. Like, I got my apartment all cleaned up so that they could, you know, have a nice place, a nice cool place to stay Uh and go and relax and chill out. So I was still out with Michael and everybody, but my sister ended up going back to my apartment with her daughter. And... I think that it might have confused some people in my apartment building because I'm pretty because Eloise was a little, uh, you know, she was tired, a little crazy. She's a baby. She was crying. She's a baby. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure that she was probably most likely crying a bit from my room. And I don't know what I mean. Even particularly like, the neighbor that I do know, like um, like my next door neighbor, the the lawyer that I know, like she was probably like, "What the fuck is that noise? Why is there a baby screaming from Sarah's apartment?" And on top of that, your sister looks like you. Mm-hmm. So this is what I'm thinking now. So we've talked about this before with Sarah and her apartment. She is like the hermit at the end of the hallway. And 
you don't talk to anybody. You're strange. You shuffle into your apartment and you close your door mm-hmm. and then you shuffle out. Yeah. You know, which is fine. Do whatever you want. But that's the fact. That's a fact. That's and depending what you do. on what like show I'm watching at that particular point while I'm doing a painting, is like, you'll just hear that theme song every hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like right now, it's just the opening for Felicity. So you're in there all the time, but now all of these neighbors have to be wondering, like, has she had a baby this entire time? Did she just have one? Did she, like has this child been in there and we just haven't been able to hear it? I know. Has she been she like, has a smuggling the secret baby? baby like Sarah and her secret baby? Sarah and her secret baby. That <laughs> sounds like a like, lifetime movie. Where did this baby come from? Oh my god! Like now they think that you have a baby in there. Okay. What was so confusing is when we had afters. We went to Landmark for afters, and Eloise is running around. And Elo, my sister and I look very much alike. Yeah. And therefore, her daughter looks a lot like me too. So yeah. people actually asked like oh I didn't know you had a baby I'm like no 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 her baby I'm like I'm the I'm auntie auntie that's her baby because people were like kept asking me and so I mean Eloise does kind of look like me oh yeah like it wouldn't be too far-fetched oh yeah yeah so so now you have to wonder what these people are thinking about like why have you kept this baby a secret for so long I don't know and I haven't really and spent I imagine a lot of time all... in, in my apartment since then I haven't bumped into anybody, anybody because I had to work all day yesterday and then just went home and went to bed so I mean I haven't seen anyone I like, don't know I bet you're the talk of the talk of the town right now at your at your apartment complex I mean complex. I think other people like talk to each other yeah I think other people probably do you just shuffle into your room and don't talk to anyone mm-hmm. now they think not only are you the weird girl at the end of the hall you're also the weird girl who's had a baby the entire time that a they secret baby that I'm putting into like my that, and, what, my bike bag and or the something? other thing is yeah why is the baby so quiet all the time like it's so quiet you are never there hear some it. lifetime movie suggestions yes yeah, Sarah's secret baby yeah, it sounds like a good lifetime movie also my twin mommy's the Eloise story <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> My twin mommies. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, and that that's the other thing, because you ride your bike a lot. Your bike from Bike Gallery, by the way. Mm-hmm. BikeGallery.com. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT to get 10% off. I'm actually going for a long bike ride after the show today. Good for you. Yes, because I was, I was so busy this past weekend with all the afters and the weddings, I didn't get to ride. Well, BikeGallery.com, six different locations in the Portland area. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT wherever you are, online or in person, and get 10% off. Seriously, yes. take advantage of it. Uh, so anyway, you ride your bike a lot, and you've got your bike bag. Like, do they think, yeah, that you just- I mean, it's a pretty that big- you just Put your baby in the bike bag, or I mean, the baby, the baby would fit in the bike bag. The baby in the bike bag. Where did you put your baby? I mean, they probably think it's in my bike bag. And how I mean, do you my, keep my, it so quiet? My friend, my friend Yohei rides around with his dog in his bike bag. So you just <laughs> like are they wondering because you have like your satchel bag? Like I do have a big the, satchel bag. You just put the baby. In I mean, Eloise is pretty time. small. She would fit in there. Yeah. Just her little head popping out. You could put her in there, yeah. I'm, I, Your secret baby. For anyone who's getting concerned, I'm not going to put my niece in my bike bag. Sarah's secret baby. What'd you do with the baby, Sarah? Where'd the baby come from? Maybe <laughs> now I just need to have like intermittent baby crying noises coming just from my throw apartment. throw them off. Just really I mean, mess with find them. like a soundboard or something. And then just have it kind of playing every now and just again. Just to like really weird them all out? I mean, I think that would keep them further away from me. Oh, definitely. If they thought the weird girl at the end of the hall all of a sudden had a baby. Well, and then what the, the thing is, though, if they keep hearing the baby sound too much, then they're going to call the landlord and complain. They're going to ask you like, hey, do you have a baby in there? And you just deny it. Like, no, I don't have a baby. Yeah, I don't have, I don't a, have baby. a baby. You don't. But now you're making it seem like you have a baby. Like you're going to this extra level. I mean, it just adds to the weirdness of it. If ultimately the goal is to isolate yourself and keep people from talking to you. I mean, that's that's probably a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. There's, there are different people. I mean, because I don't think babies aren't, aren't not allowed in my apartment, but I do have to say, like, it's a younger 
It would be weird if you suddenly had a baby. No, I know not. I know that whole scenario. Yes, of me suddenly have a baby would be weird. But also, like for anyone to have. I mean, you've seen my apartment. Wouldn't it be weird to see a baby in there? Yes. I mean, it's a weird apartment. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, that, as we've it, talked about it before, does it's very not kitschy. Seem it just like a child-friendly apartment. It's not really like a baby. A baby. Like their pets aren't allowed there either. So it's like not really. I mean, I would rather they allow pets than babies. But you can't really do that, can you? That's yeah. probably discrimination well, both, of some kind. I know. I don't know if you can say like no baby. Oh, uh, I don't. No, you can't. Okay. No, no, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't I mean, believe you can. Do I, that. I just, yeah, I just don't think that uh, that there are any babies in my building or children. Like, except I don't for see. the one that you have. Except in your for my apartment, secret baby. In your studio, Sarah's secret baby. <laughs> God, just what are they discussing? Talking about it? Like you just added a whole le- another level of mystery. Yeah. To yourself for all of these people. Oh boy. Do you think somebody's going to ask you about it? Hey, where's your baby at? I'll just be like, I don't know what baby, what baby are you talking about? Just get real flustered about it. No, I don't want to get flustered. I just want to be like, if you heard anything, it was probably just in your imagination. <laughs> and then just walk away. Mm-hmm. That's how you'd handle it. Mm-hmm. Just to really, add- okay. Here, I'll be one of your neighbors. I'll be one of your neighbors asking you. Are you knocking on my door? Yeah. Well, then that's an easy conversation because I, well, yeah, I won't. Yeah, you're not. Answer. You're not going to answer it. Yeah. Okay. I see you when you're checking your mail. Okay. Like, so you have no choice. Like, I've cornered you almost. Okay. Like, hi. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, so do you, you live down the hall right there, right? Um, well, I don't feel really comfortable telling you which apartment's mine, but yes, I live in the building. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just, I heard a, a baby the other day, and I love babies, and I was just going to ask you about, do, do you have a baby? I don't, no, I don't have a baby. But that's your, I heard it coming from your uh, apartment. Again, I don't want to specify which apartment is mine, because. Okay, the, I, I know which apartment is yours. I can see you're getting your mail from that number right now. Okay, well, that's like, really I, I know actually what apartment intrusive in. a little bit, and you maybe shouldn't be, like, dialogue, like, I'm, you know, I'm categorizing, like, a, all of my information. I mean, you're you're right here. I'm just checking. I can see it. Anyway, yes, okay, well, I, there I is a no, baby the other There day. is no baby. There was a baby in your apartment. Mm, maybe you shouldn't be listening at a door to an apartment that's not yours, and I don't have a baby. Wow. I'm getting really standoffish. Yeah, that's really standoffish. I'm sorry. You know See, what? The, the, None of their goddamn business. No, but you can be standoffish, but then if they actually think there's a baby, now you're going to make it like a concern. You have to be more okay, weird be and more circumspect. Friendly. Wait, weird or friendly? Be more circumspect about it. You know, just be a little whimsical. Like, you sound like aggressively like angry about okay. it. Okay. Like, then it does sound like you're hiding a baby. I don't want to know that how you're hiding I, one. How do I not sound like I'm hiding like, a baby? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. Huh. No, I don't have a baby. Larry, like that? Is that more nice? Uh, yeah, that kind of works. Mm. Um, okay, that's weird. Yeah, because I really did hear a baby coming from your apartment for you like know, most my, of the afternoon. Uh, my boyfriend and I got into a fight, and he was pretty upset. That could have been the baby sound that you heard. Oh, that's... It was a very high-pitched cry. Okay. See? And that's weird. You don't know how to respond. That's no. there. <laughs> you're weird because I don't know whether you're trying to be funny or what you're trying to say at that. Yeah, that would throw me off. That's yeah. for sure. It would definitely add to the mystery. Um, of Sarah's secret baby. I still wouldn't believe you. You're not convincing that you don't have a baby. Well, I'm not going to show you my apartment to show you if I do or do not have a baby. <laughs> Maybe you have had a baby in there the entire time. I have not had a baby in there. There's only one baby in my apartment ever, and it was that little baby. Sarah's secret baby. Sarah's secret baby. <laughs> <laughs> or bike bag baby. One of the two. All right. Well, anyway, that's that's the mystery that we have at hand. I'm just imagining the neighbors having their conversations about this. Uh, oh, wow. So Chris in the chat, our buddy Chris, uh, <laughs> yeah, says... Yeah, a live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. So this, uh, this makes me think of the time I said hi to a guy who lived in the building next to my old apartment building, and the guy immediately said, I don't like people, don't talk to me again. <laughs> and he said it in kind of an Adam Sandler voice, what a jerk. <laughs> I don't, think I don't like people, don't talk to me again. Don't talk to me. 
Um, no, I would never say that. I'd just be like, oh, hello. That's, I say hello. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins giving some better replies here, I think. Here. We've got some other ones. Uh, he said, say, I saw some babies around here, too, but I don't know who they belong to. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Maybe they stay in the rooms inside of the walls. And that, Yeah, say something like that. Just mm-hmm. add to the weirdness. Yeah. Like, not the danger or anger so much. Should I tell them, like... Yeah, you know, I think that they uh, sometimes use the um, the downtown, downstairs, the basement storage units for playpens for them. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, you heard that from somewhere. I heard that. Yeah. I heard it in the halls. Yeah. Oh, I hear the babies, too. I hear the babies, too. Or just be act, like, completely surprised, like, look at her just shocked. You heard them, too. Oh, I thought it was just me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and just, <laughs> and then just turn around and walk away. That's that's one way you could handle it. Okay, so Chris is saying, okay, no way. Sorry, we read that one. Uh, Keelan is saying, uh, I have this conversation with the lady. I'm calling the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably would be the right thing to do. All right, so I'll that's why you just got to be I'll a little just be friendly and deny the baby. Mm-hmm. Because there again, let me say there is friendly no baby. And deny, just be like, I don't have. No, I don't have a baby. It's like, no, no I don't have a baby. Do then, I look like I have a baby? But then, see again, you're going to the anger side. Oh, you can't say, do I look like I have a baby? That's not. I don't know. Nobody's going to know how to respond like, to that. I don't. Uh, yeah, because I'm probably going to be like all sweaty from my bike ride, and they think I'm maybe hiding a baby in my bike bag. Well, they probably do. Yeah. I think just just be friendly and deny it, and then right when you walk away, just go. I hear them too. Don't look at me. And then walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't let them see me talking to you. And then sneak off. They're watching right now. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get into trouble because I don't have a baby. The more you deny it, the more it sounds like you do have a baby. Yeah, but if they call the police and the police come and look for a secret baby in my apartment, they're not going to find a baby. You're never going to find a baby in here. You'll never find a baby. Stop making it sound like I do have a baby. I do not stop. Search all you want, cops. You'll never find the baby. There's no baby in here. Let's play find the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, anyway, Sarah and the baby. Yes. Anyway, it was a, a magical, story. wonderful. It was occasion. a magical wedding. It was. It was. I am it was so great. tired today, though. After like the wedding shenanigans and then working yesterday, mm-hmm. I just feel like a shell of myself. I'm going to yeah. go home, do laundry, watch Felicity. Wow, this show just not, really took an upturn. Of not take excitement. care. Not take care of a baby because I don't have a baby. Okay. There's no baby there. A lot of denying. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you want to do any world of crazy? Or I've got ball talk. If you want to do that. Yeah, let's do ball. Talk. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a little bit of ball talk. <laughs> There's no baby in There's here. no baby? What are you talking about? There's no baby. <laughs> this is a baby for you, apartment. <laughs> They're watching. There's like remnants of like a baby was there though because when I was there today okay that's really creepy when you say there's remnants of a baby no like was there things no because there was like one of her like my sister left some of like her wipe things and then like there are a couple of like her little like chewable like I don't know, like cereal puff kind of things. Like, so it seems like there is evidence you mean that there Cheerios was. or whatever? That- no, no, they're called like puffs or something. They come uh. in a plastic container. Uh. Um, I mean, so there are, there are, uh, there is a trail of baby in my apartment because there are things that were left behind. So when they, if it was searched, it would look like there was a baby. Okay, there. no, all I have to do is like call my sister and she'll be like, oh yeah, I stayed there. And that's it. Mm hmm. Your sister. What if this whole time I never really had a sister? You didn't I just want to tell you. I do my hair in a different style sometimes. Hi, I'm Heather now. Hello, I'm Heather. <laughs> That's not how Heather <laughs> It's not, but... Uh, 
All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, just a little bit of ball talk here. <laughs> Vicky says, Sarah's going to end up in a psych ward. <laughs> I fear every day, Vicky. It's my struggle. I don't have a baby. There's no baby here. Oh, yeah, because what if it's a big conspiracy? You know how those people that accidentally end up in, in psych wards and, like, they're not really crazy, but nobody believes them because they won't believe the truth? Yeah. I mean, it's either that or we could have, like, a burbs situation here where everybody in the neighborhood is going to accuse you of doing something. Like, they're all talking to each other. They all hang out together. Like, I don't know, man. i got to find out if she's got a baby in there. Like, if she, if she has a baby and she's hiding it, that's messed up. And they're working themselves into a tizzy. I don't want to hurt the baby. Just go around to every apartment and knock on the door and just say, hey, I'm Sarah. I don't have a baby. I don't have a baby. No, that, I'm not doing that. I mean, if you want to get ahead of it, that's probably the best thing you could do. Or leave a note, you know, by the mailboxes. Hi, I'm from apartment 632 and I don't have a baby. Just want to let everybody know. And that way, you know, you can end the speculation right, All right there. Now, you, you haven't lived in an apartment building for too long. You're making it weird now. I'm just trying to say that, you know, this might be the way to, to get ahead of the story. Maybe I'm just going to just continue to live in my cave and not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And let them speculate. You know what? The more scared they are of me, the less they're going to knock on my door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Janky in the live chat says, again, trail of baby. Choose your words wisely when you're talking to the police. Oh, <laughs> There's a trail of baby in here. <laughs> Evidence of remnants of a baby. All right. Anyway, uh, back to ball talk. Uh, just a couple of things. Just a couple of things I wanted to bring up here on ball talk. Uh, first one is uh, this when it comes to the world of basketball. The Cleveland Cavaliers are falling apart. So the Cleveland Cavaliers... Uh-oh. Led by LeBron James. LeBron James has been to the NBA Finals the last three years in a row. They've, they're have they 1-2 against the Golden State Warriors, who have also been there. And it was clear over this last year that the Golden State Warriors, with the addition of Kevin Durant, really went up another level above anybody else, including Cleveland. So this was an important offseason for Cleveland to try to upgrade their roster and bring in some more talent. Gotcha. Instead, the opposite is happening. If things are falling apart. It started off with their GM being unexpectedly fired right when he about had a deal to bring Paul George to the team, which would have really bumped them up another notch. Okay. Uh, instead, the owner fired him for some reason and got him out of there, so that deal fell through. Now comes word of this, though. LeBron James, obviously the number one guy on, on Cleveland. I mean, in the NBA, really. But his number two there in Cleveland has always been Kyrie Irving. Kyrie okay. Irving is the second star, I would say. He's the, he's the the next one after LeBron. Okay. He's uh, number two. Number two. Kyrie Irving has made an announcement that he wants to be traded because he doesn't want to play with LeBron anymore. Oh, the drama. It is pretty big, actually. Oh. So Kyrie now saying that he wants to be traded. He wants out of Cleveland. He wants to go lead a team of his own and not be under the shadow of LeBron James. Oh, he doesn't want to live under the tree of LeBron. Of LeBron, and is now, yeah, demanding that uh, demanding that he be traded, which also screws kind of the Cleveland Cavaliers, because once they make those demands publicly, then it's like, oh, so everybody knows he wants out, so I don't have to offer as much for him. So that's that's what's going on right now. Hmm. So Oh, they know they can get him for a little cheaper, because They can desperate. get him for a little cheaper, yeah. Well, because the team will be wanting to move him, because they know that he wants out. So anyway, that's what's happening right now. Kyrie Irving wanting out of uh, out of Cleveland. And then we'll go to this. One other thing happening. Uh, have like a crossover here between the NBA and the MMA. So Draymond Green, 
Draymond Green is player for the Golden State Warriors. In case you didn't know that, defensive player of the year, very good basketball player. He also wears that number 23 for the Golden State Warriors. Conor McGregor, the Irish oh, MMA fighter. I will say the Irish do love the Conor McGregor. They like Conor McGregor. And he is getting ready for his boxing match against Floyd Mayweather. So that's that's happening uh, August 26th is when that's going to be going on. So there's lots of hype about that. And both Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather are throwing jabs at each other constantly. Well, Conor McGregor posted a picture to Instagram of himself walking through the airport wearing a Golden State Warriors number 23 jersey, which is Draymond Green's number. Um, he was wearing, The picture was from the front. Draymond Green saw it and posted to him, to Conor McGregor, said, We rocking with Floyd, bro, not you. Take that off, bruh. Talking about Conor McGregor is saying Draymond said he's oh pro Floyd Mayweather and that Conor McGregor should take off that 23 jersey. Well, the thing is, he wasn't wearing a, a Draymond Green jersey. He was wearing a C.J. Watson jersey. And I want to explain why this is. C.J. Watson was a player for the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. He wore number 23 before Draymond was there. The reason Conor McGregor was doing that was because Floyd Mayweather was arrested and sent to jail for domestic violence against his ex-girlfriend. And during that that whole thing that happened, you know, why he was sent to jail, her phone was investigated where text messages to C.J. Watson were found on her on her phone. Does this make sense? Uh-huh. Floyd Mayweather's ex-girlfriend was texting back and forth And that's the one Watson. that he was abusing. Yes. Okay. So he, Conor McGregor was wearing it to take a dig at Floyd Mayweather. Uh-huh. That's why he was wearing it. Yeah, so, oh, and he, but Draymond Green thought that it was for him? Yes. Isn't so, Dr- Draymond Green's the nut kicker, right? Yes, Draymond okay. Green, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, however, Conor McGregor's response, I will say this, it was pretty good. He responded back to Draymond Green on Instagram, that's CJ Watson, mate. I don't know who the fuck you are. No disrespect, though, kid. Keep hustling and stay in school. <laughs> 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 Which was pretty damn funny. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go there, that is pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. and uh, I don't know who the fuck you are. I just keep hustling and stay in school. So that was his reply back. Take it as what it was it is. I mean, if you're just talking about straight shit talking, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Keep hustling and stay in school. Mm. So there we go. I'll leave it at that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, Greg, I'm so I know that it's in a couple days, but I'm so excited. Are we going to talk about what we're doing in a couple days? Uh, we will. Should we do our birthdays first? I think we should do the birthdays first. Okay, let's, let's talk about the birthdays, and mm-hmm. then, yes. We... Because you forgot some birthdays, right? Yeah, I I forgot birthdays. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. We forgot some birthdays. All right, so let's, uh, let's pull this up here. We've got a three, I believe. And if we miss somebody else, please write us and tell us, because whoopsie-daisies, but it grows if you do this. Um, all right, first off, happy birthday to Caroline! 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 Yeah. Abby wrote in and reminded us to say a nice happy birthday to you. She got a sweatshirt as a birthday gift. Oh, I know! Fun I radio oh, it's so awesome. Well, happy birthday, Caroline. We love you, the bunches! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Next up, we've got another happy birthday. And this goes to Dennis. 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 Is this your uh, airplane soulmate, Dennis? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, ha- Actually, if you listened to that story 
um, about uh, Dennis and the airplane, and, and we talked about it. I think it was last week. We talked about this on an episode, so you can listen back and find that about how he likes to sit on it. Uh, Maria said that Dennis does not get tickets across the aisle so they can talk. She said he doesn't like to be squished next to her on a flight, and that's oh, why he does it. Wow, so Dennis is kind of a jerk. It wasn't romantic at all. I mean, I understand. Hey, if you're flying, that is your own personal space, and I think that you should be absolutely be uh, okay to do, you know, fly in your own uh, your own comfort wow. zone. Wow, I thought it was just really romantic. Now we just find it's just it's just convenient. Well, either way, she's convenient still convenient for Dennis, but wanted- she still loves him. She still wants us to make sure to say That's happy birthday. That's her prerogative. All right. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, happy Dennis. Happy birthday, Dennis. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Got them right. And we do have one more, and this is to our favorite Florida woman. Yes. To Trudy. Trudy. Trudy with the, just the biggest heart and best smile. You're just wonderful, Trudy, and we hope that you have a wonderful, well, you had a wonderful birthday because it was a couple days ago, but I uh, hope you enjoyed your day, and we love you. Happy birthday, Happy Trudy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right, and also, so what I was saying that I was excited for in a yes. couple days. All right, do you want to explain what's happening? Yes, so uh, for anyone who's listened to this show for uh, uh, an amount of time, of any amount of time, you know that I am a big fan of Neil Diamond. I love Neil Diamond. I've seen him, I think, that like three or four times at this point now. And so for Greg's birthday... I am actually taking him to go see Neil Diamond, which is happening. But uh, I also wanted to go with my sister and my mom. So we're actually going to go see Neil Diamond in Seattle on Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And it's Greg's first time that he will ever see Neil Diamond perform. It is. Are you so excited? I am excited. I mean, it's... That doesn't sound like an excited voice. No, I am excited. No, I am. I am. I'm very excited. I'm very excited for it. It is going to be a lot of fun. The one thing I'm hesitant about is what you told me I have to do and that's well, why I'm not sure about this. Okay, well it's it's fine. It's a pre- it's another present for you. <laughs> so what great so in order for Greg to come with my sister and mom and I, which of course he's like super excited about being the I only am. guy with the you know with us three crazy ladies, but yeah. whatever. But it's the best way to see it. You know how fun we are. So Oh no, like, I am I am really looking forward but to Greg's it. But Greg's but what he has to do in order to go see Neil Diamond with us is um of course he has to wear a homemade Neil Diamond T shirt. That I'm going to be making for him so you can match my mom and sister and I, Greg. See, this is the part. I don't know if I want to be the guy matching you, your sister, and your mom. Why not? Sure. Look, I you mean. Should, it, people no. should be so lucky. A, like I a know. handmade Neil Diamond shirt? Yeah, I mean, I've seen their, their, their nice shirts, that, but I. I went as Neil Diamond for Halloween a few years ago, and I've got a shirt that I made actually for that. Uh, why don't I just wear that? It says Diamond across the back, it's got sequins. No, that's on the back. No, no, you have to wear. I mean, the that's a Neil Diamond shirt. shirt. There are I don't rules. Know what is going to be on this? You shirt? know what? I got you the ticket, and I'm allowed to pick out what you wear. I don't know if that's how that works. That is how it works. And it's the first time that you get to see him. This is so exciting. It's his 50 year uh, tour anniversary. Neil Diamond's been touring for 50 years, Dang. and you have never seen him. <sighs> All right. So it is going to be. Oh, I have somebody. So I'm going to have some tips uh, and some tricks of the trade since I am uh, an old school Neil Diamond concert attender. It's true. I will tell you. Uh, the do's and don'ts of attending a Neil Diamond concert. Okay, that's good. Maybe we can talk yeah, about that so I'm tomorrow. I'm going to give you some tips. All right. I will say this too. What's kind of funny is, coincidentally, my brother and I had purchased uh, Neil Diamond tickets for my parents because my mom and dad are huge fans of Neil Diamond for the Portland show, which is on Friday. So they're going to be up here for that. I'm not going to that one. Instead, I'm going up to Seattle. 
because I didn't know this was happening. Yep. It's a Neil Diamond week of Diamond. It's Diamond week. A Diamond week. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll make sure to get your shirt all ready. I'm going to go um, and ride my bike out and get some shirts and hand make them tonight. So uh, you're welcome. John in the live chat said there are only two kinds of people in this world. People who love Neil Diamond and people who lie and say they don't love Neil Diamond. Yes, John. <laughs> <sighs> well, you can always You've wear your sequin. You've pictures of me in a terrible shirt from last week from the... Excuse me, ter- you think that your Neil Diamond shirt is going to be a terrible shirt? I'm going to hand paint no, a shirt for you, the and that's shirt terrible. I had to wear before was terrible because it was the punishment shirt, and that spread out. That a lot of people saw that they did, didn't need to see that the pictures of that shirt. So just is it going to be tasteful? Yes, it's going to be a tasteful, respectful, modest, down. Uh, you know, like super. Toned down Neil Diamond shirt because that's how he's like. It's not flamboyant or sparkly at all. All right, let's just. I don't want to become shirt guy on. All right. Oh my goodness. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, again, congratulations to. Davy and Kelsey, and uh, it's so awesome to have a bunch of Irish friends now that we can go visit. I know, and it was so and nice. And if you're listening, and uh, we met you this weekend, hello. Hello. It was very nice to meet you. Absolutely. And then, yes, please let us stay with you in Dublin. Well, and that's what I, I do want to say for anybody who is listening to this show, and uh, if you believe that you would be of assistance in bringing out a traveling show, if you have an opportunity that maybe you would need advertised and things like that, um, get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Won't go into the details on here, but get a hold of us. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. We've got ideas. And, uh, and yeah, there's ways that we can work together. Gumption. We want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, everyone. You're all amazing. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Look out, bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.